0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Late Night Football's Match Reaction Show. It's finished. Everton two, Arsenal one, and um, I you gotta say, I mean, it's uh, on the balance of form. It's not an upset. It's a uh, you know you expect uh, Arsenal to uh, to lose this one uh, on the balance of form. But uh, I gotta say, uh, the fact that you can say that Everton picked up an expected win, I think that kind of shows how far. Um, I don't know what's my, happened happen to my nose, uh, but. Uh, it shows how far uh, you know Arsenal have fallen this season, and uh, I mean it's getting tougher and tougher for, for for Arsenal fans. I'm sure it's getting tougher and tougher for the for Arsenal fans to uh, justify Arteta's position. Um, but I wonder how tough it's getting uh, for the board as well to keep backing Arteta, you know, week after week after week. Um, but uh, a few things to point out. I think I think Everton played really well uh, today. They they had a game plan that they came out with. Um, I, th- I thought this would be an interesting game because Everton like to play expansive football, even though the lack of their uh, of- offensive fullbacks in Seamus Coleman and uh, Luca Dinia means that they can't be as expansive and expressive as they want to be. Uh, but they start to play expansive football and Arteta's team specializes in counterattacks and parking the bus. So, you know, this was an opportunity for Arsenal to try to get a win. What helped Everton is the fact that because their two fullbacks are not very expressive today and Godfrey and uh, Holgate, Uh, What what helped is that uh, they didn't have to. They they at least had that security blanket where they were not overrun on the wings. I don't know if it would have made much of a difference today, considering who was playing, but uh, but that helped them out a lot. I think that's helped them out a lot defensively. I think it doesn't give them as much offensive uh, oomph as as they probably would like. But having Godfrey and uh, Holgate as the fullbacks helps them at least uh, you know secure be secure defensively. but that first goal, the first goal actually came from some very good fullback play. Now, here's interesting to that first goal is uh, Tom Davis, uh, you know, someone who I, uh, you know, I saw him a few years ago when he had that amazing game against Manchester City where Everton completely destroyed Manchester City. I believe it was 4-0 at the end, which was the start of Guardiola's reinvention, from, you know, and, and took, you know, City to the centurion uh, achievement the next season. That, that, I think that was the game that started it. I think he realized the kind of troubles um, he had. Um, but in that game, I thought Tom Davis was excellent. And, you know, I had high hopes that he would become something. And, he, you know, somehow he stalled. He hasn't really been, you know, he's a bit reckless at times. He's not very good. And he showed that today as well. Uh, but in that first goal, he actually did very, very well. I thought William really was absolutely, um, I think he, he didn't want, I don't know whether it was positional. I don't know whether it was, whether he was, you know, thinking, oh, it's Tom Davis and I don't have to worry about it. But he lets Davis run. He picks out a pass to Holgate, I think, which gets to Evobian. And the cross comes in. And uh, Calvin Levin hits it onto holding and it, it bounces into the goal. It was an unfortunate own goal, but it was Arsenal's own doing. And uh, and I put this out to it as well. The second goal as well, again, set piece header from Yerimina, uh, completely unmarked. You don't want to do that. It was the first goal Arsenal have conceded from a set piece this season in the Premier League. So it shows you a little bit the issues. And I put this tweet out. I said, Arsenal have looked toothless in attack. And they did, aside from, you know, Tom Davis's pretty, cra- pretty daft uh, decision to try to foul uh, Uh, Maitland-Niles, and this was after Maitland-Niles, the ball had already gone away, so it was just lazy from Davidson, and he has these moments where his, you know, bulb sort of switches off, his tube light sort of switches off, and that was that moment for him, Um, but aside from that, Arsenal were pretty toothless in attack, They, in the first half at least, they had created next to nothing, Um, and even in the second half, uh, you know, but we'll come to that, but uh, the problem was the defence. That you know was pretty poor. And I thought the defense was pretty poor throughout the game. They weren't, they weren't being able to deal with a lot of things that Everton were doing, and that is a worry because Everton, because Arsenal, Arteta's uh, uh, bread and butter at the moment is the fact that he's got a very solid defense, and he's not getting it right now. Um, then that's a problem, and you know, and then what, what's left for him to offer to this Arsenal side because if, if the defense is also crumbling, um, there are a few issues there. But I'll talk about the second half first. Uh, the thing that about the second half was obviously Everton came out of the plan that they were going to sit back and not counter, but their plan was to hit long balls, because I think they figured out that uh, neither Holding nor Luis can deal with the long balls to Calvert-Lewin. So every time it was picked for trying to pick out a long ball to Calvert-Lewin, who would then just head it on either to Richarlison or to Iwobi, uh, and then see if they could make something of it. And there were a few times where they caught Arsenal out, where I thought a better pass, a better anticipation, might have led to a a third goal. I think Everton should have killed that game off, and they didn't. Um, Arsenal started the second half really well. Uh, probably because of the fact that Everton had this long ball counter idea. So uh, Arsenal had a lot more space in the midfield, so they were able to ping passes through. I thought towards the end of that game, the last two, three minutes were frantic, where they I thought Arsenal could have pulled it out, but not having um, a proper striker, not having Aubameyang. Not that he's you know he scored a goal. He just recently scored a goal, so you hope that he's going to be able to go on a run. But he wasn't available today. Uh, you had Pepe, who for me is, I, I still don't, you know, I, I can't understand the, what, I think he's, he's a sort of a, a, a poor man Sterling at this point the way he misses chances he's not he's not as good as Sterling by the way uh, you know in terms of the good things that Sterling does but in some terms of the bad things that Sterling does he's even worse than Sterling when it comes to missing chances and and you know and and, and creativity so for me I mean it's it's a difficult thing and Saka was pretty good today I thought Martinelli looked good when he came in and maybe that is the future maybe you know for now in the, the season they've got to look at Isaka Martinelli as their two wingers. Uh, the issue, of course, is who's going to play in that middle. Is it Aubameyang? Probably it's got to be Aubameyang. Um, is it, uh, you know, maybe try and build something around those three. Maybe maybe those three together might be able to lift Arsenal up because I don't think William can hack it. I think William and Pepe were both abysmal today. I mean, really atrocious uh, the, the way both of them played. Uh, and then there still leaves that issue of who's going to play as his third midfielder. I don't know, but uh, they've got to figure that out and, and see where the creativity is coming from. Maybe maybe it's a midfield three of uh, Ceballos, Alneny, and Partey. Maybe that is going forward. That's their three. And then you have those three in the front, and maybe that might work. Maybe. But uh, they'll, have to, they'll have to think long and hard. But, but, you know, they look good in those last few minutes, but they look good in patches. That Arsenal today looked otherwise for the full 90 minutes. I think Everton deserved their win. Um, the issue, that, I think, defensively, the problem now for Arsenal is – they, they, they can be solid defensively, but the problem is because they have such a non-existent goal threat up front, uh, most defenses are like, you know, fair enough, you know, you can park the bus. Uh, we're gonna try and dominate position. We're gonna try and find, you know, gaps because no matter how good of a defense you have, if you don't have an attack that can pressure the opposition offense, it doesn't matter because ultimately good teams will be able to find a way through. Or you know if you know if your midfield is a little bit shaky, if your offense is a little bit shaky, it allows more time for the defenders. The defenders are a bit more relaxed, more comfortable. You can't have that, and that's why I always talk about even with Liverpool, right? You you try to see people always trying to park the bus against Liverpool. That doesn't work because you need to pressure that back line, um, so that so there's something that you have um, for them to think about and maybe a reason for them to drop back because otherwise you know it's just it's just passing practice and eventually. If you, you know, if you hit anything enough times, something just stick, right? Even if you're that bad. But most teams in the Premier League are pretty good. Um, and so you, it's a suicidal tactic. And in some ways for Arsenal, they're struggling at the moment because their attack and the midfield is so lacklustre. Um, defense team, Premier League defenses, Premier League teams know that they can afford to uh, be a little bit more expansive, be a little bit more offensive-minded. And that's affecting Arsenal's defense in that they're having to deal with more than they probably want to. Um, and they're not getting enough support from their front for the players in front of them. But I uh, take nothing away from that. Everton have been ex- exceptionally well today. It's a good morale boosting win. I think they'll be disappointed that they consider the penalty goal. I, I, I don't think Arsenal, um, you, you know, in that first half created enough to get a goal, but they got lucky. Uh, but, in, and you know, and at that point, you think, okay, let's get to half time and let's see this out. But uh, Arsenal being Arsenal, they allowed Everton to get ahead uh, in that, at the end of that first half. And then it was a matter of, of Everton just seeing the game out. and they did that, they did that. credit to them, they did that. Um, I mean, it's, it's hard to pinpoint what exactly is going wrong And Arsenal. There's so many things that are going wrong. What I mean, where the change is gonna come from. I thought today defensively, maybe you could make an excuse for the fact that they were missing Gabriel, they were missing Berwin. Maybe that was an issue. I don't think Maitland-Niles played that badly. I thought he was, pretty, he was probably one of their better players today. Uh, so, you know, and maybe he deserves a run in the side now. I think I know a lot of people criticize Berwin, so maybe he deserves a, a run in the side. David Luiz, yeah, you could say that Gabriel is an upgrade on David Luiz. Uh, but uh, and David Lewis was coming out from an injury, but I mean, you still expect an international, international player, national caliber player to do better uh, than in terms of organization. I thought there was a lot, there was no support, particularly I think today because Arsenal was something a four-four-two in some ways you know, like some kind of four-four-two variation they were trying to play, or maybe a 4-4-1-1. Um, you need support from, because your midfield is going to be over-packed uh, because a two against three, you need support from the forwards support from the wingers to track back and to provide that support and they weren't getting that today i don't think they did that enough today so there are issues there are issues for us and everybody knows but now uh the big big thing will be uh for us nothing is the next game against manchester City. in some ways it's 1990 right isn't it 2020 1990 uh well i mean that was 1990 early early 1990 this is probably uh uh you know nine uh 2020 late 2020 but uh, it feels like a mark robbins moment upcoming isn't it because if, because right now Arteta's claim to fame is the fact that he's, he's a cup specialist. So if he loses to Manchester City, what does that mean for Arsenal? I don't think. I, I, I think Arsenal should stay with him and uh, with Arteta at least, until at least they get knocked out of the Europa League. Because I think they have, they have a shot there. I think keeping that stability for that tournament I think will be important. So I don't think this um, this uh, Carabao Cup or FA Cup should there should be too much stock placed in it. But that being said. Uh, if he loses to Manchester City, you know the, the hands will probably get a bit twitchy because City aren't at their best right now. You're not talking about Manchester City that's the imperious Manchester City uh, of two years ago. You're talking about Manchester City that's right now scraping results, getting by, uh, doing just enough to win games, sometimes not doing enough. So it's a bit of an inconsistent team at the moment. So, so you, you, you've got to say that they are there for the taking, and Arsenal have beaten them before. So there is that. Um, I, I, you know, but if he loses that game, then what's 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 to stop? Uh, fans from saying, well, he's not a cup specialist anymore either. But I think that Carabao Cup game now is, uh, is almost as important as the FA Cup game was for Manchester United in 1990. It feels that way, doesn't it? In some cases where uh, if he wins, there might be something to build on. But if he loses, mm, that's, that's going to be tough. But I don't know. I don't know. What do Arsenal fans think? Do you think Arteta deserves more time? Do you think Arteta should be sacked? Uh, irrespective, I, mean, I don't know. I, I have no idea what, Arsenal, what, what you would think is Arsenal fans. So let me know in the comments. What do you think? Where, where do you think you stand? where do you stand on, on our tightest position at the club? Uh, because for me, I, I, you know, it's difficult to say Arsenal were never going to finish top four. Now there was a pipe dream for anybody. Maybe they should have finished top seven. They're not going to finish top seven. It doesn't look like they're going to finish top seven. I don't think they're going to get relegated, though. I don't think that's going to happen. And think people are going a bit overboard. But we've seen now Crystal Palace probably getting a little bit sucked in as well. So there are more teams. And Newcastle also getting sucked in. So teams are getting sucked in there. And the more teams there are, I think the easier chance for Arsenal to escape that. So I don't think Arsenal will get relegated. I don't think they'll finish in the European spots. So then the question is, as it comes to the Cups, right? That's the only way they're going to play European football next season. So, and Arteta has shown that he can win Cups. He can do well in Cups. So do you stick with him for that? Or do you say, you know, what, for a team of Arsenal's caliber, there's the, where Arsenal's ambitions are. The fact that they are doing so badly in the league should reflect the fact that he should be sacked. But, I mean, that's a question for Arsenal Fine. So let me know what you think um, in the comments section. Uh, also, please remember to like this video if you enjoyed the, the mini-analysis, mini-reaction. And also please subscribe to the channel. If you're new, we're just going to 120 subscribers. You want to try and grow this channel and we need your support for that. And we want to keep producing, I mean, I want to keep producing this kind of engaging content, this kind of regular uh, content. So, you know, your subscription really helps with that. So please do subscribe to the channel if you're new. Thank you so much for watching. Have a good rest of your day or night, whatever time you're watching this. We'll be back tomorrow uh, with the uh, reactions for the Tottenham-Leicester game and the Manchester United-Leeds game Two really big games uh, in the context of the Premier League Uh top four spots, I believe. Well, you could say it's first case for the title race and United States probably for the top four, top seven spots. So, you know, two big games and we'll be keeping an eye on, on those as well. And we'll have reactions and analysis for that tomorrow. But thank you so much for watching. Have a great time. And uh, congratulations to Everton fans for watching this. Congratulations on the win. Uh, Arsenal fans, well, there's always, next week. So keep your hopes up and we'll see you again soon. Take care. Bye-bye.